This is the Greyhorn Pagans Podcast. Here we talk everything paganism, heathenism, witchcraft, mystery, and mythology. Sit back, relax, open your minds, and then let's take you back to the days of our ancestors. Welcome everyone to the Greyhorn Pagans Podcast. Live again for the second time today on the Greyhorn Pagans podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome all. My guest for this evening is the one and only Cyber Warrior. Um, we met on Twitter. Uh, I'm not even sure how exactly we uh we met i i mean i know you're you know i you're know a and, uh, i know I you're know. a heat and you got the you got the hammer and everything but um yeah just tell us tell us a little about your um about yourself about what you what you do yeah so so we met on twitter because i was i think it was um next on stage one i think it was pixie or somebody put out a oh yeah yeah yes. yeah pixie so yeah so that's actually how we met and it was just one of those things where we just started talking was like hey you be a guest on mine i'll be a guest on yours let's just make it happen um but no so yes i go by the cyber warrior a lot of what i did started to come up was on cyber security so my original youtube channel which is still i still use um was dedicated to like technical knowledge and then i have a weekly friday show called security happy hour which is all about bringing more people into the industry um but then last year um i started walking a different path and so it was in that journey and in that kind of vein that i was talking to some friends on discord and i was looking at coming up with another idea for a podcast and i'm all i'm real big on self-awareness on like making sure you know yourself because if you don't know yourself then you're not going to help anybody um, you have to know your strengths, your weaknesses. Uh, you know, you have to be able to take accountability for your actions. And so talking to some friends, I was like, you know, I want to come out with a podcast that will help in this vein. And so we were kicking around names. So we came up with Walk With Me, which fit the premise because eventually when the weather's nicer, I'll get out and actually record it while I'm walking. If I have, <laughs> you know, a camera that will follow me, I'll get yeah. there eventually. Um, but it was because of my journey because of my path, because everybody has a different path that they walk in life, regardless, spiritually, you know, career wise, it doesn't matter. Everybody's journey is different. And so it made sense to me and it fit. And so then I started like, I had already been reading like the Poetic Edda and reading the Havamal and, and all these other books. And a lot of the stanzas in the Havamal, though kind of outdated, some of them are, um, but they're still very valid. For instance, never leave home without a weapon. Granted, in there it says never leave without your spear, but for me it's knives or guns or, you know, whatever I feel like having that day. Um, so, you know, that spoke to me. It was, hey, if you have no one to work for you, get up and bust your ass and go to work. Okay, I can do that. Like, that makes sense. That's That's what I'm about is earning everything every step of the way. So I took, especially in the beginning, I utilized the stanzas to kind of, guide my podcast and now i'm getting more towards i want it to be about other people's journeys what problems are you having 
What issues are you having? So now I'm taking like anonymous questions and things like that so that I can help people guide their own journey. And again, this all just comes down to we're all different. We all were raised differently. We all have a different way of looking at things. We all have a different perspective. So as long as I can have people take that in it, that insider look at themselves, that, that introspective look, then I'm doing something right. And so for me, it's motivating others, inspiring others. And, and honestly, working in cybersecurity allows me to kind of reach another audience that doesn't normally do that because we're introverts. They don't like to talk to people. They don't really <laughs> like to get out. Now, I'm finding that's not always the case, but still a lot of people in the tech industry are. So being able to have them, you know, realize, oh, I do have to talk to someone. Mental health is important. You know, getting dealing with emotions. Look, you don't have to. I'm not telling you to go out there and it's going to be okay to let us whine and throw a fit. But sometimes you have to face your emotions, whether it's anger, sadness, whatever, and, and deal with it, figure out what's causing it, and then work your way past it. And so being able to interact with people and, and kind of reach all different aspects of audiences has been amazing. Yeah, you are really the, um, the first one I have like ever really seen to incorporate um, the, you know, our, our beliefs and, um, and cyber. I, I always, I never connected those two uh, together unless it's, you know, through a, a, um, a podcast or, uh, or something, which is just, but it's, it's interesting. And you, um, you're definitely doing a, uh, a great job. So uh, a little about yourself. How did you, um, how did you manage up in the, uh, in the cyber space? How did you uh, end up working as a, uh, like IT, ICT? What is it? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really. Security, like I, so it, I'm actually a retired veteran. I retired from the army back in 2017, which is another reason why this path has been amazing for me. Cause after I retired, I dealt with a lot of depression and a lot of pain and I'm still dealing with it all. So this path has kind of helped me face that and really take a look at myself. But no, I started when I was a kid, to be honest, I fixed my first computer when I was like eight years old with my dad. Um, oh, wow. Because of breaking my dad's computer, I never wanted to break another one. So then from that point on, I, how to <laughs> I knew how to fix everything. I became the techie in my house. I knew how to hook up surround sound systems by like before I was even a teenager. Um, so I just started playing with technology. And then in 04, 05, um, when wireless came out, um, I hacked my first wireless network. Um, granted, it was mine, but I still started playing with it and really playing with the technology because growing up on America Online back when I was a kid, you know, my buddies would send me punters and like kick me off the internet. And back then it was dial up. So it wasn't like, oh, let me log back in. No, no, no. That took like 10 minutes and you had to hope to get back online and nobody answered the phone. <laughs> so I had already known about like malware and viruses. And even before I broke into wireless, I um, ended up back in the MySpace days. I used to play with viruses all the time and see what they would do and see if I could stop them, get rid of them, all these different things. And so the one day I was just on uh, going through MySpace and there was a page that came up and it said, hey, you have to download this to view this page, which is never a good thing. But yeah. me being me, it was like, eh, we'll see what it'll do. Download, run, go ahead. And it completely bombed my computer. I had pop-ups <laughs> galore. And oh. uh, it was a fight to get back into my machine and be able to do anything. But I managed it. I ended up making it work. But 
yeah, it was just for me, stuff like that was interesting. And so I ended up learning that, learning wireless hacking, and then um, went into the Air Force in 04, did some time in the Guard, um, learned everything about networking and system administration and IT. Um, got my t- I got a degree um, in computer information systems. And then when I went in the Army in 2010, um, I ended up going in for uh, broadcast engineering, but I did all IT work until I went to the Pentagon and then I did some IT and some broadcasting. But then from there, I transferred over to um, 25 Delta, which was a cyber network defender and did all cybersecurity work. And then when they retired me in 2017, I've been doing it ever since. So I've worked just about every aspect of security and I love it. Like it allows me to work with people that normally I wouldn't get to work with, including management executives and things of that nature. Yeah, well, that sounds that sounds fascinating. I've always been interested in you know IT and cyber stuff, and I <clears throat> definitely wrecked my fair share of computers back when I was living at home. Um, <laughs> I just I, I never really got to the the fixing parts. Um, I, I was always really good at pushing the limits uh, of right. how far the how far I can take the, the software, how far I can take the, the hardware uh, to the point that I, I remember like having just so many different programs installed on my computer that my browser wouldn't even open anymore because right. I had just so many things running in the background. <laughs> Been there, uh, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the classic story of um, you know, uh, someone comes by to uh, to check on it. Someone from my uh, my dad's uh, my dad's work, my dad's job. At the time, he clicks once and it pops up, and I'm like, that never happens when I do it. But okay, you know, he checked <laughs> it all, and I was like, oh, dude, you have. So many stuff running in the background. Yeah, no wonder nothing's opening. Hey, I don't know. I'm just downloading stuff. I don't even know how it <laughs> works. You know. <laughs> I mean, I did. I did two things. Well, a couple things. Uh, when I got home from school, I went to my room, booted up my computer, started up RuneScape, started up Amazon Messenger. That was my. Uh, yeah. That was my day. That was my evening then dinner, then back to RuneScape and Amazon Messenger. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had a, uh, a very typical teenage, uh, couple of teenage hey, years. <laughs> I mean, I did the same thing. Like, I mean, I played sports up until, you know, sometime into high school. Um, but yeah, growing up, it was I lived on consoles and computers. I mean, when I wasn't out with friends, um, mm-hmm. because I used to go down to the park all the time and, and you know, hang out with friends and stuff. But even... Even me and my friends, this was before online gaming, so they'd come over, we'd play like GoldenEye 007 until all hours. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, what have you. So for for me, it was always just a good time. And I, again, I learned computers, I learned consoles. I was I had every console just about. There's only a few I never owned. And then I, I lived on computers if I wasn't outside. And so it's just been one of those things that grew with me and as I continue on, I love seeing more and more people get into the field because it's one of those things where you could just do so much and it's so vast of a field that there's so many different ways into it. Yeah, 
Yeah, most definitely. Um, what's your opinion on AI, like AI and VR, as someone who works in cyber and cybersecurity? Do you really think that is <clears throat> it is as dangerous as people make it out to be? You know, AI is the you know the antichrist and all of that. You'll hear uh, that a lot in the more spiritual circles, and VR is just. You know, you'll own nothing, be happy, and just, you know, live your life through VR. How do you, how do you see that? Like both from a bit of a, like a cyber perspective from, and heathen perspective. So for me, the AI side of things from a cyber perspective is we're never going to get rid of human interaction until we quit utilizing humans for work. So as, as technology advances in things, you will always need that human intervention, always. You need humans to build the robots and build AI and build machine learning and all this other nonsense. And so I've actually had this conversation before. You know, one of the questions that come up in one of my buddies' podcasts was, you know, will AI replace security? And I said, no. I said, there's no feasible way to actually automate everything because you have so many opportunities to bring down a business if you automate the wrong thing and it takes human interaction a to create those automations and b sometimes you need to have that middleman investigate things and decide whether something is actually real or if it's a false positive so from that perspective i don't think you'll ever replace that the, the human job now in some regards yes there are some jobs that of course you you're going to have robots go out there and, and take jobs. It's, it's a guarantee. It's no, there's no stopping it. Some of your most simplistic jobs are going to have artificial intelligence take over. Um, but from a perspective of like professional jobs and just things we do on a regular basis, no. Um, as far as VR, unfortunately, especially the way social media is today and the way things are going, I do see a lot of us going the way of Wally, -E, where. Mm. They kind of sit there with these headsets on, pay no attention to anyone around them unless they're in this virtual reality, in this virtual escape. And so I think the metaverse is the start of that, what Facebook came out with, and I'm sure there's going to be a few others that come out eventually. Um, and it's sad to see because both from a personal perspective, you know, just looking at society, we're already pulling ourselves away. We already rely so much on social networks and trying to like say whatever we want with no repercussions because... You know, if someone says something stupid to your face, you punch them in the face. They say yeah. something stupid online. What are you going to do? Report them? Okay, they'll create another account and go about their merry way and do it again. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's no real repercussions for the things that happen online. And it's very sad to see because people think they could just do whatever the hell they want. Now, from another standpoint, whether it's that you want to call it the, the heathen perspective or spiritual perspective or whatever, we're losing touch with nature. We're losing touch with what grounds us to humanity, what grounds us to ourselves and how we can really focus on who we are. Because if your life is behind a screen, you lose track of who you are completely. It, it degrades your mental health. It degrades your, your attention span, everything. And so um, not being out in nature, not getting out to like a cabin or just walking or just going through the woods, like we are really degrading who we are as humans. 
And that's why I try to get outside frequently, get away from my screens. I just go outside. Even if I'm just sitting on my deck having a cigarette, I'm at least outside. I'm at least away from tech, away from everything, um, and just sit out there and relax. And so for me, that human interaction means more to me than behind a computer screen. And it allows me, especially at night, to kind of just sit there and refocus on who I am and what I'm dealing with at that time. Um, Because, yeah, we all have problems. Mentally, we all go through BS. It happens. So it's about figuring out what can I deal with today? What can I fix? And what do I got to get over? Am I angry at something? Am I upset about something? Am I happy about something? And just figuring it all out, planning it out, and then being like, okay, I can handle this today. This will have to wait until next week or the week after. And, and it allows me to kind of do that. Um, and then it allows me to kind of just look at the animals. I love wolves. So, like, for me, being able to see deer, and I wish I could see a wolf around here. Instead, I just see them on my phone on Instagram because I follow, like, every wolf freaking <laughs> IG channel there is. Um like I love wolves. And so to me, it's that type of mentality that I will always defend my family. You will not harm my family. So I sit outside and I watch the animals. I watch the traffic. I watch the people. And I make sure that my home front is secure. Like that's that's what I do. Um, and yeah, I think that I think the VR, the AI, I do. I think eventually people are going to be pulling more and more away from a spiritual perspective from nature. We're already doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are. And there's this um, this push for a singularity, a, um, a merging with technology, mm-hmm. um, which is really going down the the wrong spiritual path. It's only in, at least and in you my... can take that from any spiritual belief system. <laughs> Whether that's, you know, growing up Christian, whether that's belief in revelations and the call of the beast and all this other thing, or, you know, even as a heathen and understanding the call of nature and being out there and and understanding the different gods and what they believed in their stories. You know, if you're Wiccan or what have you, it doesn't matter what your faith is. And again, this is a complete separation from religion. We're looking at faith and spirituality versus religions. And I think in that regard, Every faith, every spirituality requires a love of nature, requires a belief in what outside of tech. And the moment you try to remove that, that spirit, remove that inner side of you and bring it to technology. Now you're, you're further separating yourself from what makes you human, what makes you who you are. And if you go back and think about it in just about any faith, we come from nature. We come from the gods or God created us or whatever you want to believe and to lose that and completely alter yourself and how you think based on technology. Now you have completely separated yourself from what's real. Yeah. But all in the, in the name of comforts and ease of use and um, a popular one that they, uh, they like to use the greater goods, of course. Um, New yeah, created it's... for the greater good too. That's when they first, you know, sent this or did all that with uranium. And let's look at how that got us. We went from nuclear power to nuclear weapons. So yeah, that greater yeah, good thing it's... falls apart with humanity. 
almost instantly yeah um i i always say on my uh, my podcast and just pretty much everywhere you know the time between conspiracy theory and conspiracy fact is really down to what a few weeks perhaps yeah now uh, yeah it's only <laughs> a theory until it's proven true and then it becomes fact if you look at half of the conspiracy theories out there these days with the exception of a few there's a few that i will never get behind they, we're not going to go through them just because i don't want to <laughs> you know go you there have, you always have the people that are just way out yeah. there who uh, who drank too much of the kool-aid yeah so with the exception of a few um i do think a lot of them now whether or not the same two or three people run the world I, I, I can't say yay or nay. I'm not part of that elite inner circle. So I can say I can assume based on how I've seen the world go and the way I've seen some of the political structures and, and just some of the plays that have happened over the past probably decade or two, um, if not longer, that, yeah, there's there's a lot at play that people don't realize. And so when people want to sit here and argue like, oh, this person's for me or this person's for me. No, no, they're not. They don't care about you. They'll never care about you. And it's all people want to believe they have to believe in something. And I think this is the problem with when, when people bring religion into it is religion says you have to believe what I believe. Faith says you have to read, find your own path and make it in life. And so this started centuries ago with a lot of your religious battles. And a lot of this came up. So now we went from these, I call them fake religious battles because it wasn't based on religion. It was based on money and power and greed, but they claimed it was religion. And so now you bring that over here, instead of people being more faith-based, they separated themselves from spirituality altogether. They claim religion, but let's be honest, they're not spiritual at all. They don't care. All they care about is themselves. And so when you when you remove any type of faith or any type of spirituality then you remove what made us who we are and that's how i look at things and again it doesn't matter what you believe i could care less what you believe but every single faith out there just about believes in doing the right thing being morally right and being part of nature and, and just doing what's best for humanity and society and your people and your communities and when people are like, oh, it's for the greater good. No, the hell it's not. So you can make money and go do something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's really the, um, like, religion always becomes dogmatic. You know, a certain... It becomes set, cultish. Yeah. Yeah, very much, very much so. Even though, um, at least here in Europe, the you know the bigger religions the abrahamic religions they're losing a lot of ground actually i think you're seeing that a lot but here's the problem unless somebody finds a different faith to go by they then become part of the problem because they will do what's best for they'll claim again you run into this problem they're going to claim greater good but then do really what's best for them what's best for them as a person and as an individual and yeah, that's that's good. You should do what's best for you, but you should also take into account how that affects your community. You know, how that affects the people around you. And we're losing that separation. We're losing that that community feel. There are definitely people who um, 
who go down that road, if you will. There's always, I mean, we live in a world of duality of, you know, there are two roads, two, two yep. paths to, uh, to go on, whether that be, you know, light, dark, black, white, red, blue, good, bad, you know, it's, it's very, it's very simple. So yes, there are definitely people who will, um, lose their religion, lose their faith and go down the, um, go down the, the physical path, if you will, yep. you know, who will, you know, get, get the jab and get, um, the brain chip and all of that, because that has become their, uh, their new religion, because that's what the masses are now following. But on the other hand, what I'm also seeing is that there are a lot of people who will take the spiritual route and will at least seek out their connection to uh, to the gods or to other higher beings. And I think that's, that's why it's important to have these communities here, to have them, to have the tribes. And I mean, I... I created the, the tribe of the Greyhorn Pagans because I couldn't find a, a community or a group or a tribe that I that I really fit in. I mean, there there are a lot of good right. ones. Don't get me wrong. I've been part of several several groups, and you know, every has has taught me something, has brought me further on the path. But eventually, somehow, I always outgrew them i always wanted wanted more and the um just within those groups themselves it really wasn't possible that's why i created my own tribe right. that's why the the gray Horn pagans are are now a thing and that's what i tell everyone you know if there is if you can't find a group if you can't find a tribe create your own tribe yeah it's it's really it's really not that hard even if it's just you know your your inner circle of of friends like that's already that's already a tight group that's already a yep. you know a, a a tribe in its uh in its own if you will and um and that's the big thing though that's 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 finding your people finding who makes you who will keep you in check for one but then also be there when when you're not, you know, yourself, when you're having a rough time. And I, and I talked about this on, you know, uh, one of my other shows is you have to have that community. You know, it takes a village. It takes a village to, to, to do anything. And when we started separating ourselves from our communities and we got these big cities now and huge apartment complexes and all this other stuff, we lost that feel. We lost that that community yeah. feel, that tribal feel. And I'm not saying let's go raiding. Granted, I got an axe here. I'm, you know, let's have some fun. But, uh, <laughs> but I know you a know, few places, <laughs> right? But I'm saying like get back in touch with the people that you're you surround yourself with, and that are around you, because those are the people that when when things hit the fan that you're going to have to rely on. And if you can't rely on your neighbor, then why are you there? Why do you live there if you can't rely on the people that are around you where you live? And so that's one of the biggest things I've seen is we've quit communicating. We've quit that 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 community yeah. feel and we're like, hey, I'm going to be – I got my friends. They live like 30 miles away, but I'll call them. They'll come over and it'll be okay. Dude, you got, you got 10 neighbors right next to you. Do you know any of them? Do you talk to any of them? Well, no. Then what are you doing? 
why 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 live there if you're not going to actually have a community of people and and i think that's what you know to your point that the whole tribal feel and and i think we need to get back to having that and honestly that's why half the time i'm like look if the entire power grid collapsed i would not care i really would not care i'd go out i'd live in nature not even get i'd, I'd call up you know i'd I got a bunch of acres. I'd call family. I, I might even go up to my sister's house and be like, "Hey, look, you got 14 acres. I'm taking three of them. I'm gonna build my cabin out there. We'll be all right." <laughs> Not here. Yeah, and the the power grid collapsing really is a uh, a matter of time because they're already simulating a huge cyber oh, attack yeah. and uh, and all of that um, simulating by which they actually mean preparing. But, yeah, you know, just oh, yeah, they've done brownouts and blackouts and claimed it was something else, but it's all either a legit attack or them testing the system and finding out, oh crap, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But, um, just a lot of those, well, you know, systems in place, we're you know, we're talking cyber, uh, especially with, um, the three bigger faiths. I mean, the the Christian church, the Catholic church is really, they're being ridiculous, really. And I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to hate. I'm not going to be, you know, I don't want to be one of those pagans whose sole reason why he's pagans because he's anti-Christian. I've met those people. I've seen those people. I can't stand them. Um, but I, I mean, if you have, like banners hanging on your church, like Jesus won't save you, get but the jab will. It's like, it's, excuse me, like isn't your whole point that Jesus will save you, God will save you? Or a a post I recently saw on Minds, you know, the devil says, "Don't believe in me, believe in yourself." And that was supposed to be a like a pro church thing or an anti you know a jab for you know against the the devil like he says don't believe in me believe in yourself that's a bad thing to do okay how is that a bad both. thing believe in as a christian you should believe in both right you should have that belief in your higher power in jesus and god and everything else but then you should also believe in yourself and this is where I've come into art. Well, not arguments, but discussions with with other Christians in my family is that the reason I kind of lost my faith and, and started walking a different path was because everybody said, God will carry you through everything. You know, they're always there. They're always there. Da, 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 da. But the reality of it is that's not how it felt to me. To me, it felt like I was putting in all the work and not getting anything from it. Whereas in the the you know, the, the Norse pagan faith and, and things like that. It's, Hey, you got to earn your, your way. You got to put in the work. And yes, if you need a little bit of extra strength and that extra push, as long as you're putting in the effort, I got you homie. But if you're not going to do anything and look for a handout because you know, we're, we're gods and you're, you know, we're just going to do everything for you. It's not going to happen. And so that's where I started like diverting and was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And so when it comes to even science and things like that, yeah, there's part of, parts of science I believe in. There's parts of, you know, evolution that I can, I can abide by. But I still believe in creationism, whether it's, you know, from the gods or God or whatever. I believe more so in creationism than, you know, oh, the Big Bang Theory. Like, eh, 
eh, that's just not something I can get behind. I, I just, I just can't. And so I look at all these different things. And even if you look back in history, the way I see things is there is nobody is batshit crazy enough to sit there and be like, oh yeah, this God did this and write this book or these books or these stories without actually seeing something, without actually being witness to some type of miracle or some type of whatever you want to call it. So that's why I look at it. And if you go as far back and actually, if you watch unexplained, it's on Hulu and and history channel. Now Um, they talk about Poseidon and Atlantis and, you know, all these different things. Yeah. Some people think it was aliens. Some people think it was God. Some people think it was whatever, but the reality of it is somebody saw something, something happened. Somebody came here. Somebody did something whether it was aliens or gods or deities or something, they were more powerful than us. It doesn't matter what you want to call them. They had power, they had technology, they had the capabilities to do things. And so that's why when I look at faith, I look at it in such a way that I think that to believe solely in science and these people that claim religion and everything else like that versus practicing their faith, two completely different things. I believe in natural immunity. Yes. Do I think vaccines help? Not currently, but the older ones, yeah, the ones that were tested for years. We're talking years and years before they ever went out. But the new one, no, I don't. I just, I just don't. And and so I look at things like that, and I'm just like, we're now pushing money and financial profit over healing. And so yeah. I look at again, I go back to nature. Why would weed and mushrooms and all this other stuff that comes from the earth that the native americans that the the norse that the the danes that so many people used in their medicines and, and they worked for generations and then all of a sudden pharmacy comes around and hey now this stuff's illegal or you're not allowed to do this or that's fake you don't want to do that that's alternative medicine like no no no, no. that's natural medicine that's real and don't get me wrong, I'm not against prescription pills. I'm on happy pills as it is. But it's one of those things where you look at it and it's like you have to take into account who decided that this stuff was wrong. We'll put, yeah. we'll create a synthetic drug called heroin, put it into some painkillers and sell that to people and get them addicted to that. But it's not okay to heal yourself with what grows from the ground. Does this... Where does that make sense? And so I think that's a lot of why people drove out, you know, the Native Americans and the Norse and the Danes and anybody who relied on nature because it was going to take from their pocket. It was going to take from the profit of these newer facilities that were coming around. Yeah, they they couldn't be controlled because they were free. They were truly free living of the land living of what what nature could provide for them um i mean you're seeing that again now it's just that um, there's more more pushback against it and and it's and it's pushback by what i call fake christians i call them fake because the reason there's pushback against it is in the Christian faith, you're taught to love everybody. You're taught that mm-hmm. people have their own path. You can you can sit here and preach that, hey, you should believe in God or you should believe in Jesus and this, that, the third. But you are not allowed to hate people. You are not allowed to 
force people to do anything. Forced conversion, even in the Bible, is not allowed. You're not allowed to kill people because they don't agree with you. But you will see a lot of fake Christians and even fake pagans because there's a lot of fucking idiot pagans out there too. Oh, yeah. That will sit here and hate on people because they don't agree with them. And will be like, oh, no, you're, you can't do that because it's not Christian or it's not pagan or it's not this. Look, homie, I can do what I want. If you truly believe in a free society, if you truly believe that your faith is, you know, free and able to do whatever you want and live off the land and do these things, then how are you going to judge me? Because I've never seen anywhere where it says I have to follow the same journey you did. I have to believe exactly what you believe. No, no, no. Everything's up for interpretation. But freedom is not. And when you got governments that are fining people for using rainwater, for collecting rainwater, you've got licenses and deeds and all this other stuff for land and, and things like that. And all oh, the, the government owns the land or the state owns the land or somebody owns the land. Look, homie, if there ain't a house there and there ain't a farm there, why does anybody own it? Why is it not free land? Yeah, well, because the government said so. And that's... Exactly. That's that's really it. And the government was founded on. They claim freedom of religion, but they're a liar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, either they're just downright atheists or something much worse, much worse. darker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not opposed to that whole worse belief. I really don't think any of them follow any good faith. <laughs> oh no no that's uh i mean you you don't get that that high up into uh into politics without doing a uh, uh a couple of terrible things well more more than a couple but without doing terrible things yep. um i mean if and it's, then having no conscience about it i think that's yeah. the worst part is they don't even have a conscience so at that point it's just for themselves and it's just for money and power and greed and because they think it'll do something for them. Whereas the way I look at life is I want to leave a legacy of being a good human being and helping others. I want to be able to support my family, support my friends and help as much as I can. That's the legacy I want to leave. So for me, it's about legacy, not a corrupt legacy. My legacy is what I give back to others, how I give to my family and help. That's it. Other than that, I care less. I don't care if I'm a millionaire at one point, a billionaire, or nothing. You will never see me, never, do anything that goes against that belief in help. Yeah. And that shouldn't re- really even be part of, you know, being a heathen. It should just be part of being a good, human. sensible human being. Yeah, like you, you just want to be the best version of yourself that that you can be and whether that be you know flat broke living paycheck to paycheck barely making the rent or you know on top of the world and you know being a a multi-billionaire that really it really should not matter but somehow it it really does it it all it always comes down to to the physical and Mm -hmm. to how much you how much you have like how much how much stuff you have like do you have the newest 
I don't know, newest PlayStation. How many Funko Pops do you do you have? Do you have two and, jets? Do you have you know the the nicest car? Do you live yeah. you know the biggest house, the most land, the whatever? And I'm just like, man, if I had a hundred acres, it wouldn't all be mine. I would be splitting that up. Like, yo, hey, we gotta let's go. We're all gathering. <laughs> We're all living here now. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. I mean, it's you know you'll. You'll see that like just so much, especially with with men. You know, we'll have one pair of good shoes, one pair of good jeans, and that's really all we need. Like you can wear more than than one at a time anyway. I wear and... the same boots every day. Like <laughs> I don't even <laughs> I don't even know if I own dress shoes anymore. I might have to go look. But yeah, it, it, it's it's true. Like I I never put the only reason I have some of the newest tech is because I love technology, but it's it's not because I need it. It's not because I'm using it to brag. It's just I don't brag about it. I literally I I buy it, I use it, and unless someone says, "Hey, what's your hacker setup look like?" then okay, then I'll send a picture. But other than that, I don't I don't care. I don't. Nobody needs to know what I have in my house. Nobody need other than my bar that I built, which still isn't done. That is all I care about because I built it. It did, I didn't buy it. Nobody made it for me. I'm building it. And so, like, that is important to me because that's something that, like, look, you need help with something? I got you. You, you want to come over and have a beer? Let's go. Come over. We'll sit down. We'll BS a little bit. We'll work this out. Like, I don't do it. Um, I don't do it for, for like, anybody to care. I, I could care less what people think of me. And I've already, and my wife knows, like, I could lose my job. I could lose my house. I can lose everything. If I have my wife and my kids, it's all I need. But it's all I'll ever need is my family. And after that, if you want to come along for the ride, like, it might be a bumpy one. But guess what? We're going to we're gonna have some fun. I guarantee it. And, and that's the way I look at things. And as long as I can get outside and, and enjoy it and enjoy life, what more can I ask for? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's stuff doesn't make you happy i mean yeah it's cool you know having the having the newest gadgets having the newest shiny toy like it's it's you know it's cool for a while like oh i got got brand new stuff and then you know the next version comes out and the next version comes out and it's like i mean i'm going flat broke i'm buying all these things i mean just i haven't upgraded my phone in probably like two or three years and i'm one of those ones that used to do it all the time as soon as they'd be like hey you can upgrade cool here it is let me get the new one and now i'm just like i've learned again it's i'm 36 years old it took me a while to actually come to the understanding of it's not that important the new iphone or the new android isn't going to be any better than the last year model they say it is but the reality is it's like some minute difference and when it came to the iPhones, I was like, what's the new one, 14? And there, I was like, does it have the new charger, the, the USB-C that makes it universal for all phones? No, then I don't want it. Why Why would I get something? I'm not going to use the 14 any different than I use my 12. Like, I, it makes no sense. And yet, you still have those people every year, religiously, turn in their phones, get a new one. Turn in their phone, get a new one. I've had my computer. I built my computer when I moved to this house. And I'll upgrade it maybe eventually, but I'm not. I built it. You know, I, I built my son's computer. These are things I built, but I'm not going to go out there and spend another $2,000 on a brand new computer when a computer's a year or too old. No, I might go out and spend 20 bucks on a new part to fix it, but that's it. 
I'm not going to sit here and buy new all the time just to have the newest and the best. Like, it just makes no sense. Yeah. You'll, yeah, you'll see so many, so many memes about that, you know, just consume product and be excited for next product. Like, doesn't even, even matter anymore what it is. Quality doesn't even no. matter as long as it's branded as the newest thing to have. Look you at know, your games. Then, the games have done the same thing. Yeah. Games, games have gone films. to all DLCs, so they rush it to release. Then as soon as you get it, I think, I forget what the, besides Hogwarts Legacy, I forget what the, the last game I bought was for my kids. And I think I got it like a week or two after it came out. And they it installed on the console, and then it was like, oh, hey, there's an update. Hold up, what do you mean? It's literally like less than a month old, and there's already an update? And then, hey, if you want to do this, this, and this, hey, spend more money. Here's some downloadable content for you. Yeah. And then a year, and then like six months later, hey, here's more downloadable content. Here's more downloadable content. Like, and then more upgrades on top of that. Oh, we found a bug in the game. We got to patch it. And then we got to patch it again. And then we got to patch it again. And so now they don't even design consoles to be able to handle more than like six games because it has to install to the to the console. And then after all the upgrades, eventually it's like, hey, you're running out of space. What happened to giving me like a cartridge? I put it into my console. I play the game. <laughs> done. It's over with. We out. Yeah. Or, you know, even when the original PlayStation came out, the only thing you had to worry about install well, it was saving your game on memory cards. Like, yeah. so all of this, oh, we actually have to install for it to run, to do these things and da, 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 da. But we're only going to give you a hard drive that can handle like five games. And then after that, you have to go buy an external and because you like the brand, make sure you buy the Sony one or you buy the Microsoft one. Like, come on, people. Like, you just greedy at this point. Like, if I'm going to play it like a computer, I might as well just use my computer because at least then I know that I got to go out and buy another hard drive for all these games because I know how much storage I have. But yeah. consoles, they've gone, as much as I love them, they're, they're going downhill because of all that. Because it's patch after patch after patch. And hey, this game was 70 gigs. And by the time it goes out of style, it'll be 200. And you're just looking at it going, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's all about all about maximizing profits, right? If you release, you know, half a game for the same price as a full game, and then DLCs are... Uh, depending like starting from 10, five bucks yeah. yeah you know you'll make 10 times more and yep you know that's that's what that's the whole thing if we would live in a you know a more spiritual world instead of being so focused on the material those things would never happen it oh, would never yeah. have have happened because you know there would be people like just people like you and like me who were like i don't care I'm not going to pay, you know, three months worth of rent just to have the, you know, the newest phone who's going to be obsolete in six months, you know, because then yeah. the newest of the newest will come out again. And I have to pay like 1500 bucks again for that. Yep. I don't. It's it's brutal, man. And, and, and again, like you said, for people that are more in tune with nature and your hunters, your gatherers, your farmers, your, you know, whatever, 
it, they, it doesn't bother them as much. Now, they might want the newest rifle or the newest quad, but that's because they're outside and they're going to use yeah. it and it's going to get 10, 15 years of use. Plus, they're going to save it, probably pass it down to their kids. It's not going to get replaced like a phone or technology because technology is outdated in six months. Whereas, you know, people that live on the inside and don't have that connection to the outside always want the newest and the best. And I've got to brag to my friends. And, you know, this is why kids today have so many issues because maybe mom and dad can't afford the newest and the great latest and greatest. So, oh, their friend comes up and is like, oh, yeah, man, I got like the PlayStation 10 and, you know, I got all these games and it's like, cool. And, and so like, then your kids feel bad because, oh, mom and dad don't have as much money, which means we must be poor. When the reality yeah. is no, it's probably mom and dad want you to earn your stuff. And I'm not going to blow money on dumb things, on things that you're going to use for a week and then never use again. Like it's all taking that into account, but kids start to feel bad and then they start to hate their lives and then themselves and just everything else. And so I think as adults, we need to really start looking at it. What are we putting in front of our kids? What are we, what are we doing? Are we, are we saying, Hey, go outside and play, go, go climb a tree, go, go, you know, do whatever. Or are we saying, Hey, let's sit in front of the TV. Enjoy listening to podcasts and ever wonder, can I make a podcast? But it seems so complicated and good audio production can take time. What if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily? Well, now there is. Introducing Podcasting Made Easy from Podcasting Audio. My production team will handle your entire audio production, allowing you to be the star of your show. This is Podcasting Made Easy. How easy? Well, so easy, you don't even have to press record. Now that's easy. Your listeners are waiting. Let's deliver. Sign up for a free strategy call today at podcasticaudio.com slash easy my kids during the summer are always like hey i'm going to ride my bike all right cool have fun enjoy yourself if you get hurt don't call me (laughs) (laughs) get back up rush it off you'll be all right come on you know so i just look at it i'm just like i'd rather my kids be outside don't get me wrong like i said we have consoles we have computers but especially when it's nice outside i'm like yo hey street lights aren't on yet go go play yeah get out of my house (laughs) (laughs) yeah no oh man i i remember back as uh back as a kid when i was you know living with my mom and dad like yeah we, we we could watch tv but only after like what was it five five thirty six o'clock in the evening yeah maybe because you know before that just you know go outside and and play or do your homework you know do something productive and like most kids shows like they're not going to be on before six anyway so yeah i mean i was a power rangers fan man i i I, nice i had to watch power rangers every time it was on my sisters were not allowed in front of the TV unless they were watching it. <laughs> go, leave. Get out of my room. But I was. That's how I grew up. And so I did, though. But I was also playing sports. I was out on my bike all the time. I'd literally ride my bike to my buddy's house. And then we'd be like, hey, let's go to the park. All right. So then we'd go back down to the park. You know, so for us, 
yeah, I grew up on consoles, but half the time, it wasn't until right before bed I'd get an hour or two in and then go to sleep. And then on the weekends, different story. Lights would come off, and I'd go back home, and we'd play until God knows how, how long. But, you know, that's just how we were. And but we still were outside. We would play release almost every weekend. So we'd play literally release. We'd be outside hiding. I'd be in all black running from my sister like, you can't catch me. And she was older than me, so of course she <laughs> caught me. But, you know, we would do these things. Now, asking the kids to go out and play, I ain't going to lie. In some areas, I'm afraid to let them outside. It's like, yeah. um, mm, 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 mm. no, homie, you stay inside today. Mm. Getting too dark out. Mm. You stay here. Where I, yeah. like, where I live now, I'm just kind of like, yeah, go ahead, go outside. I'll turn the light on. You'll be all right. You'll play. I don't care. Yeah, and nowadays we just I'm, I'm I'm seeing that way too much. Just parents who are like, don't don't bother me. I'm busy. Here's here's a tablet. You know, just go play. Do do something on on a screen, and you know, have have that screen raging. Oh yeah. Or... And and I, I ain't gonna lie. I was I was again. I was young. My first kid when I was 21. And so for me, yeah, I was that way. I was, I, I hid behind a screen. I was always on my phone or a tablet or my computer. Like I was always doing something. And so like, I didn't make time for my kids. And now that I'm in pain and it kind of sucks, like I'm trying to change that. And I've been trying to change it for a few years now, um, especially since I retired, but I'm trying to put more time in and like play with them and wrestle and things like that. So now like my oldest, starting to scare me getting a little too big but i um <laughs> i'll be 15 this year dude he's still built like a twig but he's strong as an ox oh, so like yeah. he's you know we'll we'll wrestle and stuff like that but i've got five boys so like i've got like five kids jumping on me but it's fun like i don't get to do it often because i'm usually in pain but when i can do it i try to make sure i do and even my oldest is playing with his younger brothers wrestling with them and you know, so I'm trying to keep them away from screens while at the same time, I'm not going to keep them from a screen necessarily as long as I see that they're doing other things. As long as I see that they're playing with their toys or they're going outside or they're, you know, doing whatever, then okay. But if all you're doing is behind a screen, I'm eventually going to take it and be like, uh, go play, go do something else. Yeah. See you later. It's, it's the balance you, yeah, you have to you have to find the right balance. Like it's okay to just, you know, sometimes just spend a day just gaming or doing whatever on your laptop computer, like you name it. It's fine. You can you can have a day like that. We all have days like that when we're just we really don't want to do anything, and we're just you know being lazy, hanging on the couch, and just you know zapping just doing whatever not really yeah. paying attention to anything we all have days like that we're all allowed to have days like that but other days you have to be productive you have to you have to I do feel something. like crap if i sit on a couch all day and like literally i took this week off of work so that i could play hogwarts legacy all week i figured i'd play it from the time it came out till i went back to work next week Mm -hmm. But I haven't even done that. I can't just sit there and do that. I've gotten up. I've gone taking my kids to and from school. I'll let the dogs outside. I'll, you know, I still create content. So I'm putting out videos every day. And, you know, I have to be doing something. 
And then at night, yeah, I'll sit down and play till like midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because I ain't got to be at work the next day, so what's it matter? But I still am doing other things. I can't just mentally, I can't. And even when Mike, these past two weekends or this past weekend, my brother-in-law came over and they were doing stuff for D&D and working on some stuff. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I can't sit here and do nothing. I'm like, I'm bored. I'm going to go out of my mind. Like, I don't want to play games. I, I literally just want to do something. I want to. I don't feel active. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on edge. I get real anxious and bored and feel like I'm going to lose my mind if I have nothing to do. And so it's one of those things. Like, I just can't. My mind, my body doesn't let me. And, and yeah, sometimes I do. Don't get me wrong. Like everybody, you have those days where you're just drained and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to take like eight naps today. I'm going to lay on the couch, put on whatever's on TV and just lay here. I'm like, and I ain't going to move. It, but it's rare. It is rare to see me do that. Usually I, I have to be up and moving. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's just so much better to, to stay active. I mean, that's why, like, even with meditation, for example, you know, I, I talked about that on um, on a live stream, like just, just me. I can't do the, you know, sitting still in the lotus position and you're like, oh, I, I. But you don't get, have to. No, I know that's 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 the thing that I like. I later like found out just like my meditation is active meditation. Like it's being it's being in the gym. It's it's you know doing jujitsu and just you know rolling and flowing and yep. You know I'll I'll hear a lot of people be like, but like really like jujitsu isn't that. You know, you're like it becomes so... muscle memory when you're when you're just doing these things and you're just your yeah. mind just is able to be in the now and and you're able to just kind of roll with emotions and kind of do everything and it makes sense. Now, don't get me wrong, I think when you talk more from a a spiritual level and connecting with the gods and you know, for those that believe in astral projection and opening up your mind, yes, sitting stationary, mentally, I get it. Yes, I do believe that that's yeah. what you need to do. But if you're meditating to kind of focus on yourself and to find your inner, you know, inner focus, they're working out, going for a walk, jujitsu, you know, boxing, whatever it is you want to do, that you don't necessarily have to think. You're able to just go through it. You've been doing it so long that you can just go. For me, it's halftime. It's either sitting out by the fire or walking. If I can go for a walk and not th- and not have to worry about anything and just yeah. decompress. And that's that's what it is for me. And for others, it's literally like you said, sit there in lotus position and, and just find your inner peace. And that's whatever it takes. Again, I think the lotus position is the only way to truly open your mind because you have to engage a different part of your mental cortex. But other than that, you can meditate any way as long as you know what you're getting out of it, you, you can do it. You just yeah. don't know how. I mean, my fiance can tell you that, you know, if I have, if there is a week that I, you know, I've just been too, too busy, too, too tired. Life's been too crazy. And I didn't, you know, I didn't get to, to the gym stuff or didn't get to, um, to train jujitsu. I could really, anxious and i get really really fidgety and just my my mood like really deteriorates you know i got a i got a a bit of a temper as it is 
And if I don't have that that outlet, if I don't have the um, like the moments when I can just really focus on on one thing and one thing only, because you know even jujitsu is that for me. Well, yeah, two things technically, you know, either tap or get tapped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Either put someone in pain or you end up in pain. One of the two. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you know, you still you still got to move and you still got to you know got to think about what you're what you're gonna do and the the technique and all. But you know, as you said, it becomes it becomes muscle memory. And mm -hmm. you know, I'll, especially with uh, with jujitsu, I'm the I've been kind of um, I've got bad joints, unfortunately, uh, bad joints and a a bad back uh 10 years as a cook 10 years in the kitchen that will do um so you know gym and all the, the heavy lifting yeah <laughs> yeah i need to i need to find myself a, a good stick uh like don't don't underestimate the importance of a good stick oh, um, man, this goes everywhere with me if i gotta walk i've walked uh, into I, the, to the speedway and they're like dude what happened to you i'm like hey i've got a bad back a bad neck bad shoulders bad knees <laughs> You pick a joint, it's probably bad. Um, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, some days are better than others, but if I'm out walking, it's with me. Yeah, yeah, like your your true walking stick. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But, um, I, you know, I still gotta. It, it helps me focus on on one thing. I mean, yeah, as you said, you know, if you're truly looking to, um, you know, to astral project or you know put your your consciousness in a different place in another realm then yeah active meditation doing something active may not be the may not be the way but if it brings you brings you inner peace whatever brings you inner peace you know as you said whatever centers yourself just go out and do it and walking is vastly underestimated in uh, in my opinion like it's good for so many things it's good to find that clarity it's good to get out and it gets you a workout like you know if you're yeah. walking far you still get that workout you're still burning energy and calories and things but for me it's that clarity that comes with it it's just being able to go out and walk and be like huh so that's where i screwed up or oh this is what i'm you know this is how i'm gonna fix something tomorrow or you know, if I'm having my own mental issues and fighting my own demons, then, you know, it allows me to focus on that, figure out, okay, what are the problems and how I can, you know, get around it and deal with it. And, and I think that's something that people don't, people take it for granted. They're like, oh, I don't want to go out and walk. I'm lazy or I'm this or I'm that. And it's like, no, nah, I mean, if you got out and walked, you'd be amazed at just how clear your thoughts become when you don't even have a destination. Just go out and walk. Like, I'm just yeah. gonna get out. I'm just gonna go. And then eventually, you're like, you know what? I need to get back home. All right, cool. Let me go back this way then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I I used to do that. Um, I used to do that as a kid. I live in the Netherlands. You know, we're practically born and raised on our our bikes. Yeah. Um, like that's that's the it's the first two things we learn as a kid. We learn how to swim. We learn how to to ride our bike. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I used to, you know, just get my bike out of the garage and just, just go, you know, no, no plan on, on where 
I was going, you know, just whatever, like whatever turn, whatever exit I felt like taking, I was like, um, fuck it, that away. Yeah. Why? We're just going to go this way through it. Yeah. <laughs> what, where I will end up? I don't know. I'll Who just, knows? when I, when I feel like, you know, I'm tired or the sun is setting and whatever, I'll just, you know, follow the road signs back home, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and and that's really that's that's what you need to do, and that's why like, again, it just comes down to being back in nature, being outside, feeling the air, breathing yeah. it in, and understanding who you are as a person, and that connection when you can connect with nature in such a way that you know yourself and you know what's around you. It there's no better feeling. And I, I got a small little wood line behind my house that I record some of my videos. And literally, I go out there just because I like being in the woods. And I'm like, I am don't know where the closest wooded trail is near me. So we're just going to go back to my little wood line back here <laughs> and, <laughs> and hang on. And, you know, it's just one of those things. I like nature. I like being outside. I, I've spent too many years behind a computer screen and behind a phone and behind everything else. And I'm like, it has to end. It, it, it has to. And so I just started going outside more. And I love it. I love being outside. That's why I love fall and summer. Kind of spring, but mainly fall and summer. Fall yeah. because it's hoodie weather and I love being outside around the fire in a hoodie. And summer because that's when I get my sweat equity in and go outside and do all my work outside and you know, that's how I get my workouts in and blow out my yeah. backs more because I lift things the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Careful with that, though, if you, especially if you have a, a bad back uh, already. Oh, yeah, I get I get about one tree stump removed every other week because of how bad my I, I, I do things. So <laughs> get one removed. I'm on I'm on the couch for another you know week or so until it feels better. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, but it's just being being outside. I mean, I guess that's why, you know, with the whole, you know, the whole lockdown era, lockdown stuff and all, I think that's when people, or more people at least, um, started really to appreciate nature and appreciate what they, what they had and what they're, you know, what they're now missing i mean i can honestly yeah. tell you unfortunately during the uh you know the whole era i i lost my job i was a uh, i was a freelance cook so i got hit double um you know pretty much all restaurants closed therefore you know nobody was hiring freelancers anymore uh which was a it was a hard time but i don't think i have ever like uh, at least in the a few years before that, I have really not spent as much time just being outside as I did then, because I had just so much free time and free space, and just I could go wherever I wherever I really wanted to, because I had no no limitations, right? And yeah, that you know, made me appreciate it all just so much, so much more. 
And I think, and I think we're getting to that point. I think more people are. I think, you know, yeah, you still have. I think slowly people are waking up and pulling away from mainstream media in this need to be in front of technology. Um, Yes, our lives depend on it right now. My career depends on it right now. So, yes, Mm -hmm. of course, I'm going to be in front of it. But they're not putting their faith in it. I'm seeing more and more people come out and say, hey, I'm going hiking or I'm going to do this. And it's all about being outside. And so I'm happy seeing that because it shows that people are pulling away from the technology and not relying on mainstream media to be like, oh, yeah, buy the phone, buy the console, buy this, buy that, do this, do that. It's, yeah. no, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to go for a walk. Like, after I'm done here, I'm literally going to go outside. probably going to grab a beer. Um, I'll record a short video. I'll sit at my computer for about 10 minutes to, to get it uploaded online. And then I'm going to be back away from my computers again. I'm not, I don't, I don't think that people are falling victim as much as they used to. I think we're seeing it show up because that's what the media wants to show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they want you to do. But I don't think it's as prevalent as people think it is. Um, you just have a lot of big wigs out there that are like, oh, yeah, do this. It's the cool thing. It's what all the rich people are doing. It's what all the rappers are doing. It's what all the whatever's doing. Like, yeah, I don't care about being popular. So cool. Have fun. You <laughs> get after it. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do me the same way I've always been. And if my, my path takes me one way and it's, it's, it's different than what everybody else is doing. And so be it. I, I don't follow the crowd. Nah, just, you know, keep your circle small, keep your bear cold and about it. everything will work out. Look, as long as I have my meat horn, my ax and, and my, uh, my knives, I'm good. I got a, I got a few other things around too, but those are the important. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You know, and I've, I, I've always been, um, you know, I always wanted to to belong, because I've I've always had trouble with that. I never really belonged anywhere. Never really fits in, in one mold or in in one group, and you know, eventually I just started embracing that and i was like okay well guess i'm you know i'm a little bit of this and i'm a little bit of that and you know those people like me those people like me that's that's good enough for me i don't need a thousand acquaintances i just need a couple good friends you know a couple people who i can rely on and that's it that's That's about it i got some people i call family i got some people i call friends and i got some people i don't call at all you know, so it's it's one of those things where I grew up, I was a jock, I was a nerd, I was a geek, you know, I, I had friends, I've had I've been stabbed in the back, I've you know, dealt with all the ups and downs of, of trying to, you know, just be nice to everybody and be friends with everybody. I mean, I grew up I listened to all kinds of music. So like there wasn't a group of people I could not hang out with and not fit in because of all the music I listened to. Whether it was rap, yeah. pop, rock, country, you name it, I probably listened to it with the exception of classical and jazz. That is the only music I could never get behind. Yeah. And and so, you know, for me, I still was bullied. I still 
had people that didn't like me. I still got in fights. I still did all this, but I didn't care. I knew I, I knew what I wanted in life. And so for me, when I did have those close friends and they quit talking to me or that, you know, they kind of screwed me over. All right. Okay. See you later. Like, I don't have this attachment where I need people to like me. I don't. I can care. I've, I've always been of the belief that I don't care what people thought about me. And that's because I'm not going to change for anybody. I'm, I am who I am. I may change for me. I may find a better way for me to act and me to behave and me to do things. But it's not for anyone else. It's for me. And you either like it or you don't. I'm, I have no reason to care. You don't pay my bills. You don't, you don't put food on my table. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's, you know, there are so many people pleasers and especially if you look in the, um, you know, the online realms, the online spaces, that's another thing. I, I think people are confusing what is happening on the internet, what's being said on the internet. I think they're confusing it too much with, um with real life you know they, they they see it as kind of the the mirror image while you know as you said before on the internet you can do anything you can say anything be anyone and have well not no repercussions like that's getting a lot stricter as well you know people are getting arrested for memes which is ridiculous Hey, you can go into Facebook jail, too. They'll find stuff from 10 years ago and put you in jail. Same thing happened to some friends. I'm like, what the yeah. what do you mean? They're like, yeah, I literally got banned for 30 days. For what? A meme from 10 years ago? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's why I prefer to stay away from the from the bigger platforms. Uh, I, but I, I mean, eventually... you're right, though. You're right in that. You know, there is some repercussions, depending on what it is in the context and things like that. People have been fired, um, you know. And again, I will never agree with hate. I, no. I Hating anybody for any reason is the dumbest thing you can do. It's just a waste of energy. If you don't like someone, then you don't like someone. You don't have to sit here and run your mouth and, you know, whatever. But I don't, I don't think that people are taking that into account like everybody just wants to hate on somebody these days and that's why i always tell people look we all need haters if you ain't got no one to hate on feel free to hate on me because i really don't care i got that from cat williams and i will say it anytime someone brings that <laughs> i really don't care like i don't you don't you don't put food on my table i don't make money with my content so why do i care like i don't get paid for it it's all free so guess what Whoa, what's the matter? And so yeah. there are conversations I stay out of online just because I don't want to argue with stupid people and have to deal with it, especially on Twitter when you're limited on characters oh, and then it turns into like a 30, like, yeah, no, I don't even get involved in those conversations. <laughs> I stay out of those. Um, but if someone were to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me, I have no problem telling people how I feel. I absolutely no issue to sit there and be like, hey, look, this is what I feel. This is why you may believe differently, and that's fine. I have nothing against that. Um, I don't hate you for it. I don't care. Um, that's your life. It's my life. Let's go about our merry way. You want to go grab a beer? Cool. Let's go have a good time. Like, yeah, that's me. 
Whereas some people are like, oh, you don't agree with me? I hate you. You can't talk no more. I'm going to cancel you. That's what I'm going to do. Like, no, come on. Be an adult. Grow up. Like, if we don't live in a utopia. We don't live in a society where everybody thinks the exact same. And honestly, if we did, that would be the most boring society. Oh, I, I honestly just talked about that with, um, with my, uh, my previous guest from uh, the first guest from today, that if we would all feel the same, think the same, do the same, man, I'd be, I'd be bored after a day and a half. You're if like, not, make it that far. I, I'd make yeah. It an hour. <laughs> Go online, everybody's saying the exact same nonsense. I'm like, oh, I can't deal with this. I can't, like, I can't am, deal with it. Am I listening to just like really a bunch of a bunch of robots who are, you know, the is this the new hive mind that everyone keeps talking about? Like, it's and okay I think that's to... what they want to get around to. I think yeah. they want to get around to that. That's why people love their echo chambers, and that's why. Um, this is why I despise politics because politics always live in their echo chambers. So it's oh, like oh, yeah. you have you have the far on each side, and of course, you know they're going to say things to their community, and everybody's going to agree with them, and so they're going to think they're right. And then you got the far on the other side that's going to say things to their community, and everybody's going to agree with them, so they're going to think they're right. Neither side at the far end of the spectrum wants to come to the table and be like, "Hey, look." So explain to me why you feel the way you feel. Explain to me what's going on. Everybody's like, well, if I have to explain it, it's not worth it. You don't, you don't care about humans. No, no, no. I'm literally coming to the table to actually get your, you know, your, your viewpoint on why this is important to you. And yeah. And so that's why I despise it because now you're seeing that in social media. There are certain areas in social media where it's far one way or the other. And you have new platforms coming up that are like, oh, we're all about free speech. When the reality of it is, you end up with another echo chamber just from a different side of the spectrum. No one, no one wants to actually have civil discourse and civil conversations. They want their echo chambers and then they just want to hate on everybody on the other side. Or if you just disagree with one thing, well, you're no longer part of the echo chamber, so we can't like you anymore. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's such a, like, especially the, uh, you know, you disagree with one thing. That's become such a a thing at the moment. Like if you're part of one group or one echo chamber, you have to agree with everything, yeah. like everything. And I mean, isn't it with um, uh, the actor from Star Wars who played Luke Skywalker? I don't Mark Hamill. His yeah, but he got um he got shit lately because i believe like years ago he um he liked a tweet from um from jk rowling who of course you know is a a bad person now because uh what was it you said that she said that you know men are men she said Again, there could have been more, there could have been less. I don't know. I didn't investigate it. All of a sudden, I just seen everybody hated J.K. Rowling. And I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so I really didn't care. I'm like, you can hate whoever you want. I love Harry Potter. It's just who I am. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think at one point it was like they called her a transphobe because she said men are men and women are women no matter what you do to your body. I don't know. 
I don't know the details. She could have said which more. Is, she could have said less. She could have said which whatever. Is, yeah, I mean, it's just basic biology. But okay, sure. You know, if you're gonna do a DNA test, it's still gonna say man or woman. But hey, I guess that's that's controversial now. Um, but do, the you know, Mark Hamill got just so much flack and so much hate because he liked a tweet from her. And well, that's just like is, Randy like Orton is, just recently is getting heat because he liked a tweet that really? said something about the vaccine being um, fake or I don't know, something about the vaccine that was against popular opinion, apparently. Um, and so he started getting flack <laughs> from that. And so I'm just like, seriously, people, who cares? Who cares? It's, they don't... I. They don't run my life. They're not part of my community. They're not part of my household. Like, I don't care what, I don't care what other people do. I'm not going to sit here and bash on someone for what they do and who they are because I don't care. It's not my life. I don't have to live that life. So it doesn't affect me. No, and then the, you know, the other side of that is with the, uh, with people who have done, you know, genuinely terrible things. You know, then yeah. the whole conversation of can you separate the the art from the artist? I can. Uh, I mean, there yeah. are certain things that doesn't even fund their pockets anymore. Half the time they're dead, so it goes to their families. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I, I really don't. If I enjoy something, I enjoy something. I could care less. I mean, that's like people that boycott football when all that stuff was going on with Kaepernick. I was just like, I like football, so I'm going to watch it. These days, I just don't enjoy watching it as much anymore, so I don't watch it as much, if at all. I don't think I watched, like, I think I watched half a game this season. And we're talking American football, not soccer. Yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah I get that. But I just, I'm like, I'm like, for me, I wasn't boycotting. I didn't care. And what's even funnier is when people burn jerseys after they already bought them. Like, oh, this person did something bad, so we're going to burn their jerseys. Homie, you already paid for it and gave them money. <laughs> Why are you burning them? That's just a waste of money at that point. Like, I don't – for me, I just like – I like what I like. I don't care who the artist is. I don't care who anybody else is. If I enjoy it, I enjoy it. And it's like, oh, you're giving money to so-and-so. Yeah, well, guess what? You're still giving money to Google and Apple and Facebook and Twitter and all these other people. So – yeah. You say you don't like them, yet you're still giving them money. What's the difference? Your what butt. is it? You don't need social media. You don't need Netflix. <laughs> you don't need Hulu. You don't need technology. So if you're going to continue to fund these people that utilize your data, your information, sell everything <laughs> about you to the highest bidder and make billions of dollars, and you're going to complain about not liking them and they're horrible people, then why are you on their platforms? Why are you still using these things? Why are you yeah. still giving them money? And it's like, oh, well, uh, no, no, you can't, you can't argue that. That's why I uh, don't care. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just, yeah. I, that's like people that like hate capitalism yet still have to have the newest thing. Like you're on an iPhone, yeah. you're, you're, you're on the brand new iPhone. <laughs> like, oh, it's what, do you, like, what do you mean? You're driving a Range Rover. Like, yeah that's 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 really become a meme at this point like you know the the best just you know re kind of tweets are always sent from twitter from iphone or twitter yeah. on, on iphone you know and it's it's such it's it's so great to 
to just look just at that. Don't, <laughs> I just don't care. Like everybody wants to hate on something. I'm like, why do you gotta hate on things? Why you gotta hate on people? Who cares what they believe? Do they affect your life? No. Okay, then who cares? Well, does it affect you? They're making it affect them. That's yeah. That's the that's the whole thing. They're actively choosing to let it affect them. Well, it, while it really doesn't. Oh, Look, you, if you know, somebody is fighting to have a bill in place or some type of law that takes away your rights as a human being, then okay. But until someone is actively trying to it, it, take something away from you as a human being, why do you let it bother you? Why care? Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. There are unalienable human rights. And I'm sorry. That's just the way life is. And driving isn't one of them. You know? No. Like, honestly, as much as I'm for the Second Amendment in the, in the U.S., even owning a gun isn't an unalienable human right. The right to defend yourself is, regardless of whatever means that is. We just happen to have in our Constitution the Second Amendment. Okay, so then I abide by the Second Amendment. I believe in that because it is a right we have as a people. You can't take that away from us. But to sit here and say, oh, this medical procedure, this medical, it's it's a human right. No, it's not. Dude, go back as far as you want. Even health care wasn't a human right. You would go to someone and they'd be like, hey, yeah, I got you, homie. But if you didn't have a shaman or a, or, or a witch doctor or somebody that knew health, you were screwed. You yeah. had to figure out your plants on your own, buddy. It wasn't a human right. So to sit here and say, oh, yeah, it's a human right. No, no, no. Nowadays, yeah, you should take care of humanity. You should take care of health care. But there are just certain elective procedures that are not human rights. I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> How dare you make such controversial statements? <laughs> I don't even think that's controversial is the sad part. Like, the things that are human rights are things you can go out and do right now. Yeah. Like, taking care of yourself, your mental health, your, your physical health, you can do that without any going to a doctor. You can do that without paying anybody any money. It's when they try to make money off of it, which... Let's be honest, if the government starts getting their hands and everything and wants to get all this government health care because it's a human right, apparently, mm. guess what? Now that's money out of your pocket. It's already money out of your pocket with the way the insurance industries are these days anyways. But <laughs> then it's even worse because yeah. now it's not even coming to your paycheck. So, you know, I look at these things and I'm like, look, I, I don't think they're – should people willingly take care of you out of the goodness of their heart? Yes, but it's never it, – Ever since some type of trade or money or something has been around, it, it, it's gone away. And so it's no longer a human right. It's, hey, do you have the money? Yeah. No? Okay, see you later. It's always, you know, it, it really has become, um, you know, the, the quid pro quo. Yeah. You know, as long as you have, you know, something equal to, to give, then... I will, you know, do this for you. Then I will help you. It's like, you know, especially uh, with with healthcare. Like that's really, really just gone down the terrain over the last couple of years. Like even I mean, even look in past centuries where the best doctors were part of the the uh, the king and queens and the monarchs. 
the the peasants didn't get those that that care the peasants never got that they got whatever doctor or whatever you know health worker was available and i don't even know what they called them back then but snake oil salesman uh, yeah that's yeah that's what you got it the the last time healthcare was technically uh, if you want to call it a human right was back in the days where people were farming and hunting and that's it and that's when you had your doctors on hand that were like hey we're gonna put a rune on you for healing got you homie this is gonna work and it didn't always work like everybody knows that like we're gonna use these we need these herbs to pack this wound and it'll heal sometimes it did sometimes it didn't it was that that was the best you got and now it's everybody expects doctors to do shit for free like don't get me wrong our healthcare system is broken across the globe but it's not like you have the right to the best care in the world no one has ever had the right to the best care in the world you have a right that somebody hopefully maybe has the knowledge to take care of you and chooses to to do so yeah yeah you know people go to school for years and you're expecting not to pay a neurosurgeon who went to school for 15 years maybe 10 i don't know you're expecting not to pay them thousands of dollars like let's be real here they they earn that that's like being in any other career field that takes years to learn and being like ah it'll be 50 bucks what so you're saying your time is not worth anything like in society that's the way it is and if i'm gonna make a living and i'm gonna have to go to school for years you're gonna pay me homie that's just the way it's gonna go i'm gonna make my money yeah and until we get rid of that mentality and go to living off the land again it's not going to change and everybody wants it to change and it's only going to change for the worst when you start taking from the hard workers and giving it to people that don't work what do you think oh, is going to happen yeah reparations taking taking money from people who never owned slaves giving it to people who never were slaves and even just that it's it's taken it's taken money from you know your your CEOs, which don't get me wrong, I have a whole different can of worms and a different issue with certain <laughs> CEOs and executives. But mm-hmm. taking money from the wealthy and the people that have made a living out of getting there, and I'm not talking the people that had it handed to them. I'm talking literally built their businesses from the ground up. Yeah. And then taking their money and being like, well, this person couldn't afford school, so they're flipping burgers, so we're going to give them all this extra stuff. So you're going to take for someone that earned it, that built it from their basement ground up because this person doesn't want to work for it. There's always or, a way. Or somehow isn't. a way to overcome. Yeah. Or, you know, even if you have certain disabilities, you know, it's, it's not a it's not a death sentence anymore. You know, just because you got, you know, especially you as a, you know, former army man, you you understand if you get shot in the leg, it's not a death sentence anymore. Dude, and, you know how many vets I see missing limbs that uh, are doing better than me, that are doing amazing things? Dude, I feel like crap some days because I'm like, man, I'm hurting. I don't want to move. And yet I see dudes out there lifting with one arm and I'm like, thanks for making me feel bad. God. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, so like I want to work harder because I kind of feel bad. Yet you see these people that are like, oh, they got more than me. I want what they have. Are you going to work for it? No. Then, then no. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, 
if we went back to a barter and trade system, it still wouldn't work that way. You would still, hey, I, I'll take three chickens and I'll give you this axe. Or I'll take two goats and you get the milk. Or, or whatever the case may be. Like, there was, there was always that give and take. Everybody just wants to take nowadays. Nobody wants to give. It's, it's take, 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 take. Oh, I, I'm alive, so I deserve to have a house. No, you don't, homie. Go build one if you think you own it, if you, if you think you earn one. Go build oh, but it. I, but I don't know how to. I don't have, you know, I don't have the resources. I don't have access to the resources. Well, too fucking bad. Like, Either find a way to or stop complaining. And that's the thing is everybody complains without a solution. Yeah. Today, these days, everybody's solution is the government should do everything. I don't want the government involved in anything. Hell no. They, mm -mm, please no, no, mm, mm, get away. The smaller the government, the happier I am. Well, no, no, like real government, preferably. I mean, I I do believe in a a top down structure. You know, there should always be a leader, someone someone that you can go to. When you're having issues at the home front. Yeah. Always. But this is why I love the way, granted, if if it wasn't for all of the infighting and tri fighting and things like that that you had, you can go to any polytheistic faith, and that's you had a lot of it. You had a lot of tribes that were like, Oh, I want your land, I want your land, da 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 went on and on for ages. Um, but if you could get away from that and just realize that you can share land, you can share these things, but have your communities, have, have this structure. And guess what? If you got to go talk to the other person that's in charge of the other community and be like, Hey, look what happened, homie. All right, let's fix this. So, so he started, he did. I got you. I I got this. All right. We're going to fix it right now. Like get rid of this. Oh, I make all the laws. Come on now. Come on. Like, your community should be able to live harmoniously. And yes, there's going to be issues arise. Again, humans aren't perfect. We've got idiots everywhere. <laughs> but you should be able to live harmoniously within your community. And if you can't, then there's something wrong with your community. Not with, you know, everybody. Fix no. your community. Fix your home front and then complain about something else. And then work on fixing something else. But until you fix your home... You're not going to be able to touch anything. No, exactly, and that's you know that's why I I believe in a, a tribal system in a tribal society. I mean, it it really can't get any worse than you know what it is now. That's the way I see it. <laughs> like, because you're gonna. But here's the thing: is a tribal society or or community uh, communal society or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you end up living in communities that believe the same way you do. So you're able, this is where the person in charge of said community or said tribe or whatever can work with other ones to develop trade routes and, you know, exchanges and yeah. things like that. And you allow the communal flow, but that person is not part of that community. And so when you have the same belief structure, it makes it a lot easier to live harmoniously. It is when you have people who don't believe the, the you know, don't have the same moral compass or same belief structures you that you run into more problems that you have to now. Oh, well, the majority say this, but this one person is offended. So we're going to do what they say. What? Like, 
why do I got to change my entire community because of one person? Yeah. Like, that makes no sense to me. Go to another community also, that believes what you do. Yeah. You know? It's also why, you know, why democracy, you know, the, everyone in the United States, especially, is always, you know, like, oh, democracy, democracy. Like, you're not even living in, you know, a democracy. We it's live a in a constitutional but, uh, republic. Yeah, and not a democracy, and yet people think it's a democracy. Um, but even then, your vote doesn't count, so they're going to put it no, in power whoever the hell they want, anyways. And until people yeah. see that, we're going to continue mean, to have the same problems of oh, the voting was rigged, dude. The voting's been rigged for like decades and, and centuries now. I don't know what you're talking about. It's it's always it's always been rigged. You know, if voting really changed something, if it really mattered, they would never let us do it. You know the no, you know the people the no, people in power. power yeah, exactly. Because, you know, then voting definitely, you know, then we could quite literally vote our problems away. But they don't yeah. want that because, you know, yeah. they are the problem. They cause those problems. Mm -hmm. So if we were to vote our problems away, it's, they, you know, as you said, they would lose power. And that's not what they're in for. They if voting mattered. We would not have full-time Congress. We would not have full-time anybody in government. You'd be paid a per diem and have to live like everybody else, which means, guess what? You have to get a real job um, instead of just being in session, I don't know, a few times a year and saying, <laughs> I work for a living. No, you don't. No. No, like, you, no. You literally go in session a few times a year, and then you drink and party and do drugs the rest of the year. That's what you're doing. So I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, if we were able, if voting mattered, we wouldn't have the issues we do, but I don't think voting matters. I don't think what you do, who you are, the people in power are going to remain in power. And if you want to get in power, you better make friends and better, better be willing to make a deal with the worst of the worst. Yeah. If you're Christian, that's the devil. If you're not, then guess what? There are some pretty messed up people out there that'll make some deals with you as long as you help them so yeah exactly and you know even with a democracy th that means that there are always going to be people who disagree if you're going by by a majority vote you know even if it's you know like 51 49 that means that 49 people or 49 percent of those people are not going to agree are not going to like it are going to Right. bitch and moan and complain and then you know you then there's gonna come like another election and oh you know those for nine percent they didn't like that so we'll have to make adjustments for them but that goes against what the you know the other 51 percent like you're never gonna get to yep. to the full 100 percent support my favorite that i saw recently or within the past few years was in the U.S. when Obama was elected president, you had people who were like, "Oh, he's not my president." Da 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 da. da. Mm. Then when Trump was elected president, you had the, and the other in the in the left, you know, complain about that. Yeah, he is. He got voted in. This at the third, whatever. And then when Trump got elected, you had the left saying, "Oh, not my president." Da 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 da. da. And then you had the right saying, uh, "Yeah, he is. He got voted in. Whatever." And then you had this term. You had. Biden get elected in, and it was, oh, uh, you still had people from the right, not my president. It's a fake election, fake results, da-da-da-da. Y'all just keep complaining back and forth about, 
oh, you can't. Yeah, he is. He got voted in. Well, guess what? He's in office. He's in the House. Regardless of who it is, they're in there. They're your freaking president right now. Agree with it, disagree with it, doesn't matter. They are. That's who's in charge. Constitutional, actually, constitutional. That's the face of who's in charge. Whether or not they actually are is a different story. But yeah. that's the face of who's there. <laughs> Even if yeah. you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, exactly. And it's it's that's that's the whole the whole pendulum, you know. Everybody's always talking left wing, right wing. Nobody's ever talking about the bird that's like where those wings Two are wings attached to. The same bird, homie. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, the you know the far left and the far right and the old right and the far you know, left it's... and far right have the loudest voices. The people that actually matter and the majority of the population that fall down the middle don't have a voice because they don't agree with both sides or one side or the other. They have differing opinions. And so because they don't fit in, because they don't agree with one side or the other, they have opinions that fall on both sides of the fence. They're not listened to because the moment you disagree, you're silenced from both sides. I don't care who says what from both sides. The moment you disagree with a point, you're silenced and you no longer have an opinion. Yeah. The far right, the far right is as bad as the far left. Just, they in you know with different things they'll yeah. cancel you or kick you out for you know for different reasons than you know the far left will but they'll still kick you out they'll still cancel you they'll still do all that that nasty shit to you mm-hmm. they'll still run their mouths and 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 you know say this that and the third and so you you see this all the time and people don't want to see it people are blind and they're like, oh, no, the right wouldn't do that, or the left doesn't do that, or da-da-da. Both sides do it, homie. Both sides. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. If you were, you could go on, and if you disagree with one thing on either side, you will lose half your viewers. Like that. Because they'll be like, oh, he said what? You know, he may be funny, and I may like 99% of the other stuff he said, but that one thing offended me. I can't watch it that long. Like, yeah. Really? Like, that's like if you stand up for people and want the best for everybody, but you may not see eye to eye with how somebody believes. You still want the best for them, but I just don't agree with this one thing. Look, I'm not I'm not saying you're not that you're not having these issues. I'm not saying your feelings aren't valid. I'm just saying I don't agree with the, you know the way this is. All of a sudden it's oh you're an asshole. We need to cancel you. We need to ban you. We need to da 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 da. I can't watch you no more. Guess what? We're going on strike. Or we're gonna, you know, block all your sales, or we're gonna do this. Like, are you serious? You've laughed at 99% of the jokes that made fun of, you know, everybody else, but now because I hit your crowd, it's a problem. Yeah. Like, come on. And, and that's you know, that's why on on my channel, on the on the podcast, in the tribe, I I really don't like politics. I don't wanna I don't wanna get into into the no. whole political thing at all and you know even if it's on you know right now i'm um i'm streaming on youtube twitter and uh and odyssey and i know with a lot of things that i say that you know on youtube and on twitter it could get me cancelled and whatever i I think i'm not there are some of your posts that i avoid (laughs) (laughs) hey that's that's fine that's you know that's absolutely fine if you avoid them 
There because... are some. I like some of them. I read them. <laughs> I look at it and go, not touching that one with a ten foot pole. <laughs> I'll walk away. Hey, that's that's per- that's perfectly fine. That's up to you. That's but you know what? Choice. I still it's, follow you, and I still I'll, it's still something that again it doesn't offend me, it doesn't bother me. It's just a conversation I don't want to be a part of right there. So guess what? Hey, you do you, boo boo. Like I don't care. It's just one of those things. There are certain conversations, just like you, where it's like you know what? I'm gonna let you have that one. You have that one. I'm I'm just not gonna touch it. Yeah. And the same goes for Yeti F on freaking Twitter, man. Him with the 8750 podcast. Like, there are certain things he puts out that I'm just like, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But that's like that's that's your that's your prerogative. That's your that's your choice. If you're if you don't agree, fine. Don't agree. You know, I'm going to I'm going to say whatever I want to say. I'm going to put my my opinion out there. I'm going to yeah. You know, I'm going to put my my view out there. If you disagree, fine. Disagree if you want to talk about it. We can have a civil civil conversation. We can have right. a civil discussion. And that's the big thing is our, our we are again, and I said this earlier. People are so afraid to have that civil discussion and just have a conversation and just come to, you know, again, Unless someone is being hateful and trying to take something away from you, like your rights as a person, there's no reason why we can't just agree to disagree. Now, if someone's being a racist, a bigot, or something like that, like legitimately a racist or a bigot, and not just you lost the the, the argument or they can't defend themselves anymore, so now you're a racist. Um, <laughs> you know, so yeah. if you can't have an actual conversation and without going to name calling and, and, and something like that, then I don't want to talk to you. But if we want to have a conversation. And you can tell me your point of view and tell me, you know, why you feel that way. And I'll tell you my point of view and why I feel that way. And we're like, you know what? I get where you're coming from. Um, we're going to disagree on this matter, but I still love you. We're still going to go hang out. You're still my boy or, or, you know, you're still, you know, family. You're still a friend. Cool. But so many people these days will be like, if you disagree with a certain topic, they're like, oh, I can't, I can't associate you with, with you anymore. Like, Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Well, because we disagreed on. I didn't take nothing away from you. I didn't. So, so we disagree. I don't, I don't understand the problem. And it's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. You know, let's just agree to disagree on certain topics. Maybe we'll find a middle ground. Maybe our, you know, our opinions are so strong that we're just, not gonna find that middle ground that's fine it is what it is i mean it happens and and again there is nothing wrong with just realizing that someone is not part of your tribe they're not part of your community and and there's just the differences are too vast i get that but but i despise when you are supporting people on a regular basis publicly privately you're always talking people up but because you have a difference of opinion on certain matters, people are like, I can't support you no more. Like, I that mean, makes no sense. Yeah. And the sad part is you you even see it in the, um, in the pagan community. Oh, yeah. Like, a, a big I've part of that. a lot of that. Oh, it's such, it's such a shame. And, and then you they, got people abusing it, too. Yeah. You got people abusing the community for months. They're not, they're, they, they, they watched Vikings. They thought it was cool. And 
they go out and sell merchandise now for you know mooneers and shirts and things like that <laughs> and and they're just doing it for money and and so you talk to them about it and and you try to figure out what their beliefs are and, and where they lie and where they are in their journey and stuff like that and you find out they don't have one they're not walking the path they're just feeding off of it they're, they're, sell, they're selling the path yeah and so it's one of those things where you know i've i've looked at it and there's so much infighting of like again oh you can't you can't follow loki or you can't do this or you can't do no well, don't tell me you can't do anything because if you do your freaking research you can do what you want you yeah. can honor who you want acer veneer you know the jotuns it does not matter as long as it's your path and as long yeah. as you're a good human yeah exactly and that's it's such a shame that even you know even the pagan community gets so politicized so political and you well, know, a lot of that comes down like, to you have a, a you have a, a bunch of white supremacist groups out there that are trying to pwn our freaking symbols. Oh, yeah and so then if you show a symbol it's like oh, you're a racist no homie i'm not oh, you're a bigot you hate women you're a misogynist no no not really where'd you get that information information from oh well because of this because of what well because of that symbol right there like the othala rune or the or you know mm -hmm. the triangles yeah. or whatever it's like do you even know what it means do you have any clue no cool come talk to uh, you when you do your research speaking of the um, of the triangles um the the volk notes i i remember with um the whole insurrection um <laughs> yeah oh i know i know dude i know and i'm i'm in the netherlands like right that, the best is when other countries <laughs> laugh at that stuff they're just like y'all have that one <laughs> <laughs> you that's that's cool but the uh the shaman you know he had uh the the volk notes <sighs> tattooed i was i was still part of another uh another heathen group back then and like i immediately saw every half decent heathen group or tribe be like he's not one of us yeah. he is not one of us no yeah. no 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 and even uh that was the the best part the uh the more enlightened community you know who mm -hmm. are a lot about symbols and symbolism i saw multiple posts going around the, the the group i was in actually made a, a statement about that they confused it with the um with the pedo symbol like the 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 like spiraled triangle yeah. and whatever yeah. and i was like y'all for real well like, they do that and that's even better when you're looking at like your wiccans and um some of your other ones where you look at the actual uh pentagram the satanic version mm. then you've got the non the, the um uh non-possession symbol and then you've also got the wiccan form and so it's three different variations but yeah. everybody just sees the moment they see a pentagram they're like you're satanic have you ever not done any research because there's quite a few differences between the three different symbols yeah just saying no it's no it. it's why why should i do research if everyone else can just tell me what it is you know i'll just i'll take it for truth because they're a 
you know, an expert in the field. Fuck oh, everybody man. can oh, everyone can call that. themselves an expert. I can call myself an expert on anything. You know, I, I hate can... the term expert. I absolutely despise it. <laughs> and I tell people that all the time. People are like, I'm a cybersecurity expert. I'm like, if anybody ever calls me an expert, we're fighting. And they're like, why? <laughs> I'm like, because you know how much there is to learn in all these different fields and industries and things like that. Yeah. That it is absolutely impossible to be an expert because you will never know everything. You can be a professional. Yeah. You can be a, 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 a an avid learner. But to say you're an expert, no. No. It's no. Not exactly. You know, and that, that goes for that goes for everything. It goes for, you know, for the whole pagan aspect as well i mean i've been i've been on the path for like at least 10 years well like 10 years ago is when it really kind of started started creeping up when i started started seeing more i'm still learning things every day i'm, I'm still you know trying to broaden my view open open my mind to to different things every day and things i have to to unlearn at some oh, yeah. times what lot. i what i thought yeah. was was true how i thought something you know worked or was i find out that hey it's really not and now that i think of it that actually makes sense not just that but what people have to take into account is so much of history a histories the the, the history books are always written by the winners yeah. B, every faith-based book out there was written by man. So you're still getting second, third, fourth-hand account of whatever. It's not first-hand. It is not this deity wrote this book or told this story. We are assuming because none of us were alive back then. So we're <laughs> taking everything, hence the reason it being called a faith, based on faith that this is how. Which means it is still open to your own interpretation. And that is where I think people are getting confused is they think their way is the only way and you have to do these things this way. And then when you read and you do your research, you interpret things differently. And so for yeah. you, you can look at things and be like, actually, I see what this is saying. So it means this to me. This is how I'm interpreting this. And that's just like my son. I had one of my sons read the, uh, the Havamal and he was reading mm -hmm. the Poetic Edda. And he goes, man. He goes, that was like really sexist. And I'm like, dude, two things. One, you have to take into account when it was written and when this story was actually told and the way the gods were back then. I said, and two, you can interpret it in your own way, which means just because at the time in this particular stanza, it says, man thinks all women are, you know, liars and witches and da 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 da. These days, it just basically means. The opposite sex. Anybody who you're going to go after can hurt you, can lie, can cheat, can steal. Yeah. It's no longer based on just sex. You have to be able to take into account that it is who, whomever you are going after that can steal your heart. That's what they're talking about. I said, but it's, it's your interpretation. Because, yeah, when I first read it, I was like, man, Odin was an asshole. This man, <laughs> he done talk so much shit on women. And then you open your mind and you realize you take into account one of those written. You really think the point that he's getting across 
is that yes, the opposite sex can can steal your heart and can burn it and can and can destroy you, or they can lift you up and they can help you. It's all on who you find and who you interact with and the way you keep yourself. And yeah. so that's how I look at these things. But so many people read stuff from like 10, 15, 20, 100 years ago and are like, oh my God, we got to ban that because it was racist or because it was bigoted or misogynist. And like, you, are you not taking into account when this was written and, and who wrote it and what it was about? Like you're going to attack this author because of the time of year it was. That's like trying to get rid of George Washington as one of the greatest presidents ever because he had slaves. Dude, that was how long ago? And that was kind of what was going on back then. So you look at the situation back then, just because he did then does not mean that he would be the same person now. You take into account the timeline and people want to like hate on all these people from the past. And it's like, you're not taking into account the way society was back then. And we've come a long way. There's still a lot of issues, still a lot of things that are, are just not going to be okay ever. But you can't get mad at someone for the way society was hundreds of years ago. You just can't. You can't be like, oh, let's ban him. Let's, let's cancel George Washington, who founded the United States or was the first president of the United States. Why? Well, because he had slaves. Really? That's your reasoning? Are you, are yeah. you kidding me right now? Like, like it's, I've heard it's, it said before, and that's the sad part. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's one thing, you know, as someone from Europe, from the other, other side of the ocean. If I if want anything, some, Europe should hate us. We don't pay them taxes no more. You would think <laughs> all Americans. Oh, we man. We can beat them in war. <laughs> we, can, we can use the money, though. Uh, you know, let's 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 do some math. How much do you owe us? Uh, right? <laughs> like, no, come on. It's, if I want some, you know, some quick entertainment or just, you know, slap my forehead so hard that I, uh, you know, I get a fucking concussion, I'll just look across the ocean. I'll just... Uh, I'll just look at the states and what what y'all are doing there now and be like, yeah, good thing they separated themselves. <laughs> Dude, I, I do I do the same thing. I look at society, but I do that globally, right? Like I just look at all of society, and I'm just like y'all are stupid. Yeah, plain and simple. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I love you know my brothers and sisters across the pond. But there's still stuff that goes on over there, and the way you guys have your stuff set up, that I'm just like, mm, 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 nope. Oh yeah, oh not we're not we're not perfect by by any means. I mean, in even in my my home country of the Netherlands, like we're you know we're quite a small country, and still we manage to, you know, to fuck up certain things so incredibly royally much that I'm like, oh man, how? Like we're not. We're well, with... have you ever have you ever looked into Germany? So I looked oh. at a move into Germany at one point mm -hmm. and I couldn't find a house. Granted, I don't know the real estate market over there, but I was like, I own a house here. I'm paying my mortgage. I own a house. It fits my, me. It fits seven people luxuriously. And I was like, cool. What would a house this size on, you know, a decent bit of land cost over there? Over a million dollars. 
but the average salary is only like 80 grand a year for my position. And I'm like, and that's because of all the taxes that come out, you know, cause you got to pay healthcare. So, yeah. you know, half your taxes, 50% of your paycheck goes <laughs> to something else. And so I'm like, so I'd never be able to afford to buy a house for my family. And they're like, well, you can rent. And then you look at like trying to find rental spaces for seven people and that doesn't exist. So I'm just no. like, no, good luck with that. Yeah. So uh, I'm not moving to Germany ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna sit here and claim that here in Europe, we have it all, all figured out. I don't think anybody has it figured out. I think everybody is dealing with some corrupt piece of shit in charge that is making the rules and making everybody hate everybody else. And they're finding reasons to do it, whether it's religion or politics or race or sex or gender or whatever you want to yeah. put on it. They are finding ways to divide us. And until people and, come to that conclusion and just be like, look, we're all humanity. We're not all going to agree. But you know what? I love you, homie. I don't care. You do you. Yeah. And they'll, they're, you know, those people will just be sitting up there in the ivory towers, wringing their hands, raking in our money. And yeah. And that's what it is, is, you know, that was one of the things about the U.S. is it wasn't supposed to be. They, they got away from Europe and the U.K. and everything like that because in Britain, because they didn't want to pay taxes. And they, that's where, you know, the Boston Tea Party and all these other things came in. Yeah. And then they started raping their own people for taxes. And they were like, oh, yeah, you got to pay us. We're going to take 30% of your paycheck. All right, now 34. Okay, now 40. And you're like, am I ever going to make any money here? No, no, no. The government makes all the money. Well, where's it going? Um, We're not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, with even with, with filing taxes, like I've seen the same memes so many times, government would be like, hey, you owe us money. Okay, how much? Well, that's what you're going to have to figure out. Okay, what if I'm wrong? We'll just send you to jail and still collect that money. Yeah. But I don't understand why you got to file taxes when you're supposed to have been paying taxes anyway. So can't they either just give you your check or send you a bill? One yeah. of the two, either give me my money back or or send me a bill for what I owe you. Like there should be no, you got to file taxes. That should not exist. I, I pay taxes all year. I pay it on everything I buy. It comes out of my paycheck. Yeah. Why am I filing paperwork for shit you're, you already know about? You've got all my information. You're paying tax over money that's already being taxed. And then yep. you, with that taxed money, you buy stuff, you know, which is text again no tax. <laughs> and then and then that money that you're spending is going to get taxed as well yeah yeah and, and, and no, if you buy a card and you get taxed you buy a house you get taxed every year um yeah. you get taxed on your own property every year that doesn't make sense to me but hey sure let's go yeah um, this is now my know. property this is now my house sure Right, sure. don't pay your taxes. They're coming to take that house real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't even yeah. your income taxes. Don't pay your your house tax, your your property tax, and they're coming to take the house. And you're like, for what? You didn't pay your property tax. But but I I bought this property. Yeah. You 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 but... got a cell phone bill. Guess what? You're paying taxes on your cell phone bill. You buy yeah. anything online these days, even if it's a digital purchase, you're paying taxes on that too. And sometimes yeah, there's oh, state tax on top of it. Like 
everything is taxed, including your own paycheck. So how? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you know, it's, it's so we can build the roads and send your kids to school. And... Yeah. Come drive on my roads and tell me. You're <laughs> Bricks. I'd rather drive on a dirt road than half of the stuff we got to drive around. Uh, well, yeah. Give me a quad it's... and just let me freaking drive the kids around on that. I'll do that happily. <laughs> then if I hit a pothole, I'll just have my shocks absorb it all and not blow a tire. People. <laughs> blows my no. mind, man. It blows my mind. Yeah. But you see it across the pond, too. Like, it's the same way over there. Like, they don't tax everything. Oh, yeah. I think it's, what, 48% of your check is taxed because you're paying for health care because you have free health care. Free health care. Um, you have schools are a lot cheaper. You have, don't get me wrong, you get a lot of stuff, but you get half your paycheck. So, yeah. hey, we're going to pay you 100,000 euros a year. And then it nets at 50,000 euros a year. And you're looking at it going. So what? Where, <laughs> where's the other 50K going? Oh, it, we're, we're going to, you know, put that back in society. That's, you know, taking care of your health. That's taking yeah. your, your kids to school, uh, which is why healthcare is so incredibly expensive. And there is a shortage of teachers which means that sometime one teacher has to work five days a week for a class of 40 kids yeah yeah, yeah. because and that's then, where our taxes are going yes yeah, sure it is yeah it's it's utterly ridiculous and they're trying to do that here you got so many people pushing for government health care and and stuff like that and i'm like you realize that there's a lot of people from across the pond that come to the u.s for health care because of the wait time for government health care Go ahead and need a vital surgery. That'll take you about six months, sometimes a year. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Get it, it here. It, it could take. Hey, you need it now. Got you. Let's go. Or hey, it's gonna. We'll, we'll get you in next month or two months from now. Not six months. Not a year from now. Literally a month or two from now. You want to see how messed up the government can run healthcare? Go ahead to the VA system that I'm a part of. Oh, thankfully, I'm not doing too bad right now, but there are some other VA healthcare <laughs> systems out there that are absolute garbage and take years to do anything. Yeah. Year. But I without government, really want the government in charge, but without government, the whole country would fall apart. Dude, I think we could govern ourselves a hell of a lot better than what the government does. <laughs> Especially at this point. You know, I think you're, you're still going to have your, this is the way I see it. You're always going to have your murderers. You're always going to have your rapists and your sexists, and you're going to have all these issues. You're going to have yeah. evil people out there yeah. guaranteed. But I think as a society, we could govern ourselves better than any government could these days. I think the laws put in place are just basic moral laws. Don't, don't kill people. Don't steal. And actually after about that, I think that about, Oh, and don't, don't, you know, assault and rape people like those three things after that, I mean, really, what are the laws doing? What what are they doing besides feeding the government? You got pulled over for speeding. Why is there even a law on speeding? Well, because it's unsafe if you drive too fast. For who? Well, you. Yeah. OK, so it's for me. So I'm confused. Well, then yeah. you can endanger other lives, too. OK, so then if I kill someone, that's murder. That means I still either end up dead or in jail or executed. And either, I, just either way, you're breaking the law. Like, yeah. 
for speeding, like unless I hurt someone, what's it matter? That's just like the seatbelt laws and wear a helmet on a bike and all this other stuff. Guess what? It's my personal body. It's it's me as a person. What does it matter what I do? Well, we have to. No, you don't. It is not your job to protect me. It is my job to protect you. And that's just like with the vaccine and everything else. People are like, well, you wear a seatbelt, don't you? Depends on the day. (laughs) (laughs) And, And are you like, are you honestly comparing the two? Yeah. Like, seriously, like, oh, but you wear a seatbelt, don't you? Yeah. So you can get, you know, this medical experiment as well. Yeah. How does, how does those, how does that happen? I don't know. I don't agree with the government being involved in any of my safety, personally. Again, the only things that, as far as my safety goes, it's illegal to kill. It's illegal to assault people both physically and sexually and everything else. Yeah. It's illegal to steal. Like that goes, that's just, I mean, you could even, you know, the whole assault, rape, whatever, you know, you could do that as kind of like in in the the same as like, don't kill people. Yeah. You know, don't kill people and don't Don't harm others. Exactly. In what, in whatever way, just a couple of common sense laws. Yeah, that's all we need. That's really yeah. all we need. And you know, we don't need this to protect us from that, because you know that will cause this, which will cause fuck off. The the whole the whole you know drugs are bad. Okay, um, you know that whole nonsense <laughs> just comes from they they created heroin, they created yeah. oxy and all this other stuff, and so they had to have a reason to ban things so well let's ban medical marijuana or let's ban marijuana and mushrooms and this so we can make money off of stuff so that the pharmaceutical companies can make money off of stuff and then we're also in bed with the cartels so we're going to make money from them and we're going to give them the heroin we're going to teach them how to make this stuff we're going to teach all this stuff for cocaine and heroin and all those other things so wait a second and then if they get out of control, we pretend like they're the enemy and, you know, arrest yeah. them and kill them and lock them up and whatever. Yeah. And just you meanwhile, know, if take... you would just let people smoke weed and live off the land, I think you'd have a hell of a lot less problems. Yeah, definitely. Come on now. You know, what just... we make you happy, hungry, sleepy? Yeah. That's, that's it. In, I've never heard in, of somebody ODing on weed. In that order. I've seen them be knocked out for, you know, 12 hours, but they didn't die. Easy. They no. just passed out. They were like, you know what? I'm good right here. I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand why. And there's so many medical benefits to it. There's so much for anxiety and stress and all this other stuff that it's like now it's like, oh, you need a medical card. And you need to be able to go through and pay the government in order to get it. Huh? Well, we're going to tax it. Huh? We need to make money from it. Huh? I can grow it in my house. But no, then we don't get our money. Okay. I've got land out there. I can grow it there. You're already getting your money by me paying property taxes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and this is this is why I I believe in a a tribal society. This is why I believe that you know we're not gonna we're not gonna fix the system. The system isn't broken. It's designed this way. It's designed yep. not to work for us. So how work for the elite, and nobody wants to see that. How are and by elite, I'm not talking not... your executives. I'm not talking your no, CEOs no, 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 and CTOs. No, no. I'm talking your multi-billionaires and trillionaires. That's who it's designed to work for. Who get it, taxed the least, by the way? Well, they get taxed the most, but they don't have – they have the uh, ways to hide their money to where they don't yeah, have that, to that, pay. But this that is why too, I, if we're going to do taxes, all, all kind I agree of loopholes. Yeah, I agree with a flat tax or a fair tax, whatever you want to call it, which is basically you pay a certain percentage of taxes on everything you buy. One time you buy a car, it's like 20 or 30 percent. Then people are like, well, then the rich aren't going to pay as much. Actually, they'll pay more because the rich want to look even richer. So they're going to go out there and buy the most expensive stuff and pay more taxes than you. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah, they will, because they're going to buy in bulk again, spending more money. It's, it's going to be taxes yeah, it's going to be the same percentage, but it's yep. going to be over something more expensive, which is going to add up to be more. Yeah, yep. or just or you know, honest tax indeed, just whatever you can, whatever you can miss. Yep. If it's you know, if it's if this year it's a little less than last year, so be it. We're not gonna, you know, tax you to death. But that's if what they you, want to do. Yeah. They want you to stay poor. They want you to stay broke. Yeah. And 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 that's the thing, is because then you're dependent on them. And and that's people want to be dependent on the government because people are so freaking lazy these days. They don't want to go out and work and do anything for themselves. They want to be dependent. And all right, go ahead, yeah. have fun. And that ain't me. Have, I don't I don't uh, want to depend on anybody. And then you have, you know, the the small guy, the small people who you know, who grind and grind and work and work for Pennies. peanuts. Yeah. So and and this and this is why, you know, why we should support each other, why we should support the underground, why we should support the you know, the little man. And that's why, you know, I'm always thankful that, you know, that people want to come on the podcast. Like I'm doing this because I want to, because it's, you know, I want to create content because i want to to talk to people maybe you know some certain people that you know yeah they have a bit of a a bigger cloud but i still want to talk to them because it's interesting because i like what they what they have to say or you know they just think so vastly different from uh from me that i you know i i really like the mental sparring i mean yeah. the biggest podcast I've done so far was with um, with Thomas Sheridan, who is a absolute gem of a man. And it was like pretty much the easiest podcast I have done so far, you know, besides yeah. the one I did with my, my fiance, of course, but that's, you know, it's a different connection. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like I was, I can I I'll I'll be honest. I was so 
nervous before I did that podcast because, oh, you know, it's Thomas Sheridan. He's a he's a big name in the pagan community. He's well respected, well liked, you know, knowledgeable, and you know, a, a strong magician and all of that. I got him on, and it just went so smooth. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. no, no, no biggie, no, no fuzz, no, you know, no brain farts that I was like, eh, I don't know, I, 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 I lost it. It just, it was so smooth. I oh, yeah, you'll he's... have those, and and it's just having those conversations. And some, dude, there's some guests even I've had on my show where I'm like, it's like pulling teeth. And I'm like just coming up with questions just to get someone to like talk to me. Yeah. And then there's other oh, ones man. where literally I say like one thing and then it's just off to the races and I just lean there the rest of the time going, all right, go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I ain't even mad at it. I'm like, I'm not, and it, this show ain't for me. This is for you. Go ahead. And I just sit there and just, just let it go. So yeah. it's just one of those things, man. Like you just have to. You have to be able to play with it. You have to be able to kind of take the good with the bad. But this is why I like talking to other people, people with different beliefs, people with different backgrounds and raised differently and all this other stuff. Because then, A, I can learn from them. And B, we might be able to create a better future by talking to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Being civilized human beings, actually having a conversation. I mean, yeah through technology different parts of the world doesn't matter we're still having a conversation it's still one human being to the next yeah that's it and that's that's all it has to be oh man we had like two <laughs> hours now man we've been going uh, <laughs> oh yes that's that's what you get for you just go off on on <laughs> tangents <laughs> uh i think two hours a little over 16 minutes uh it's uh it's a good time to uh to wrap it up that way i still have at least some of my uh, my evening left with, uh, with my fiance well it's it's still early enough um it's uh, let's say 20, 20 past eight. So it's uh, it's still early, early in the evening. At least I can yeah. spend some time with my uh, my fiance, who is American, by the way. So um, nice. that's why I can you know talk pretty easily about the uh, the American stuff as well. Because I bag on I'm... all countries, so it doesn't matter to me. I bag on. <laughs> I still love my country, but I bag on it too. I talk shit all the time. Oh yeah, oh I I have, you know, same here in Netherlands. We may be a small country. We may be with what like 17, 18 million people, and it's like including all the, um, well, documented immigrants at least. Um, but there is, you know, there are good things I have to say about my uh, my country, about my people, and there are less good things. So yeah. could do it everywhere. Oh. Oh yeah, everywhere, every country, every continent, every people. Um, yeah, this is this has been a been a good one. This, uh, I mean, it's basically one 
tangent after <laughs> after another. But hey, you know, sometimes that's that's how it goes. I uh, that's why I don't really have any set rules for how I want to do the the podcast. I just go with the flow. Let it, let it let, <laughs> let it roll. See where we see where we end up. See what uh, what comes up. Um, but yeah, plug your stuff. Let the let the people know what you uh, what you got going on. What you uh, what you're working on, and then we'll. Uh, We'll wrap it up. Yeah, definitely. So uh, once again, I'm the Cyber Warrior. Uh, I'm the founder, sole content creator, and host for everything on Cyber Warrior Studios. So I am on YouTube. I am on Twitch. I am on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook. And I am on all of your major podcast platforms. Actually, just about every podcast platform. So I do run Security Happy Hour every live, every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And I have a podcast called Walk With Me. So the best way to find that is to go to my website, cyberwarriorstudios.com. That is also where you'll find all the links to support, buy merchandise, and well follow me <laughs> awesome i should have the uh the links up in the description yeah they're all yeah. there yeah yeah like all there yeah oh um, make sure you like comment and subscribe down below Just saying. that too yes all the the good youtuber shilling stuff you know be a good youtuber and shill your channel and all of that so um yeah thank you for uh for coming on um we'll uh we'll have to uh set something up for uh for on the the other side for on your channel yeah we'll definitely uh, we'll do that uh we'll do that later so um yep. yeah this has been stein fox host of the gray Orange pagans podcast with the cyber warrior thank you all for watching thank you all for listening have a good one and until next time